Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. This week on the MFAP podcast, we watched 2002's Filthy McNasty. So grab a bowl of Mario Van Pebbles. And enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Movies from A to B podcast, better known as the MFAB podcast. MFAB. As always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. Thank you once again for joining us. Hey, you did it right this week. Yeah. I did say also join by. That's good. I I like that. I membered. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It is a B week. Be the best week. That's what B stands for. We gotta best. stop calling it weeks because this we clearly don't. The episode. Do it's episode. fucking the episode. B side. B side episode. So, Gavin, should I reveal what you picked? I'm sure, everybody knows by now. But oh yeah, everybody knows by now. We picked. Uh, well, I picked. Gavin picked with a, a little bit of uh, you know possible regret. I picked this movie, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. So. It is 2002's Filthy McNasty. It is directed by, written and directed by Chris Seaver. And it stars Starring. De- Debbie Rashawn, Miss Kitty, Tim Ekebus, David Ottavino. And just a Chris Seaver. Oh, you're really struggling with these names today. <laughs> kind of. There's some, yeah, John Carius, Alley Cat, Casey Boker. It's a very small cast. Yeah. <laughs> All low budget films are very small cast. I just noticed this John Stamos a credit on here. Did they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll have to. It's look. a common theme with these movies. Yes. Well, you'll understand that as this episode goes on as to why he has a credit. But... <laughs> have mercy. So, <laughs> so this was one of those movies I knew you had mentioned to me years ago. And I, years and years and years ago, yeah. I swear I knew about this back when I was in middle school, too. And now I own all four of these movies. There's four of them. There's four of the Filthy McNasty series, yes. yes but yes. there are a plethora of low-budget films. Yes, that I have been open to, and I want to see a lot of them. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of where they're... Are they based out of Iowa? I want to say Iowa is where they're based maybe. out of. Maybe. Maybe. It's Ohio or Iowa. Ohio, it's one of the bumfucks Ohio states. Right. Yeah. 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 So. But they are like literally a low to no budget fucking film production. Yeah. We're talking like almost as low as low budget can go. Yeah. Like, it's literally like the shit I used to make back in high school. Like the camcorders from the 90s that you filmed fucking holiday Christmas parties on with your family. Like that's... Yep the level of video call straight up <laughs> hd cassette fucking cameras yes we'll see what uh what we feel or how i feel and gavin feels at the end of this so yeah you do you have any uh preconceptions going into this or when i saw the trailer and the little cover art for it i instantly got jesus christ vampire hunter vibes i, I know oh, i yeah. told you that and Rightfully so. This is right in line with that. So if you devoted listeners can remember that episode, you kind of get an idea for what this is. 
I, I believe you gave that one a 10. Am I correct? Did I? Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, I believe you gave it a 10. I know I gave it a pretty high rating. So. I'm pretty sure you gave it a flawless rating. <laughs> okay, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I did. If it wasn't, it was a 9. It was up there. I know it was up there. So. Well, well you should was... go back and listen. Okay. We'll you see. as well, listeners, go back and listen to our Jesus yeah. Christ Vampire Hunter episode. <laughs> yeah. I know there's another movie that went along with that. I can't quite remember what it is, but go oh, find it. God, listen. Yeah. I don't remember either. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's jump into this. This is very fucking short. This is forty-seven yeah, this minutes. So ridiculously short. Yep. The first, the first three in this quadrilogy are like under fifty minutes, and then the final one's like a feature length. Yeah. So I actually watched all four of them recently. Oh, it was the island. Two thousand five's the island. Ah, okay, okay, nice. That's what we watched with. All right. My first note I have written down is, holy crap, this is low budget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My first note is their fucking tagline that it's low budget pictures. And then it says, T-Nape says, hell, it's better than community and suicide, right? <laughs> yes. Also, the, the warning before it. Like, is that what you're referring to? Um, No, this is this has to be after the warning. It's It says low budget pictures, got a picture yes. of T-Nape, and it says, hell. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. So then the the warning after that was pretty funny. I can't remember it exactly word for word, but there was like if you're if you're under eighteen or don't have strong moral fiber, you shouldn't watch. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take the time to make your own like ridiculous warnings. You know it's going to be a comedy. You know yeah. you're, you're going to have fun. That's what we're going for here. Definitely. So we open up on our two main characters, Julie and Liz. They're these nerdy chicks. They are unwanted they're they're outcasts basically they have uh what syndrome is that it's a uh, she's all that syndrome yeah <laughs> yeah where they're clearly hot chicks but they have glasses yep. so and ponytails and ponytails yeah <laughs> and i think one of them has like a mustache going yeah that's the pencil yeah. thin mustache yeah, yeah. <laughs> um they're observing the cool people is it max Chutney, Vivian, and uh, Mooney. Oh, Mooney. Mooney are all talking yeah. about this party they're going to have. <laughs> they keep making fun of this guy, Chris Walk. <laughs> I, I, th- this whole movie is like just completely filled with like inside jokes, like, which is, I mean, it can be really confusing to the viewer, but at the same time, it's like, I want to know who the fuck Chris Walk is and why he, you know, masturbates while choking himself, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, you know, it's an inside joke, but like now you feel like you're in on the inside joke and it's fucking it, funny. It's like in early episodes of our podcast when we'd be like, oh, we all know an asshole named Steve. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were we were referencing a specific Steve yeah. that we both know as an asshole. But <laughs> it's the exact same thing in this movie, you know. Uh, and from there, we cut to the opening credits, right? There's not much more that happens before the credits there, right? Well, I mean, first of all, so I says to her, liked it? I loved, loved it. it. <laughs> it's a reoccurring gag where just fucking you open on a scene and it's just a person saying that and then everybody busting out laughing. I it's love the that punchline. It's the classic yeah. punchline. Yeah, that's not that's not my wife. That's a giraffe. You know, some shit like that. <laughs> but we get the opening credits and love the ska music right up. You know, 
Oh yeah, music was on point. Yeah. God, I have so many more. No- I have a full fucking page of notes. I don't know how I wrote more notes on this because it was got, only forty-seven minutes. I got four pages out of it, so we'll see where we go. Well, yeah, you write big though. I do. Land and Cran, so it's you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, stay inside the lines though. Give me a break, okay? Yeah. Just some <laughs> of the dialogue where they ask if they're invited to the party, and he's like, "Never, you stupid twat!" <laughs> just for no fucking reason. The dialogue so aggressive. is so just wacky and off the wall. And before the opening, there was fucking you know you homely bum nugget fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they make a mention of how 30 year olds always play teens. Yes. <laughs> and they're <laughs> all clearly in their 30s. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, after the credits, we see Julie and Liz. They're watching their favorite TV show. What the fuck was it? Because it's like uh, Dolph- the Adrian Zemed and Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren fantastic yeah. fun hour or some <laughs> shit like that. Um, just so random. They literally say how they're alone and unpopular. Yeah, and, maybe they should go on a killing spree and become lesbian lovers. Yep, right as they're about to kiss this guy, Julian busts in. Julian's like this goth, goth guy. He's got black lipstick and really. Is it safe? Face. Yeah. <laughs> he always says that when he shows up. <laughs> he tells them he can give them what they desire, and basically, what they desire is to be hot and wanted and popular. Yeah, all they got to do is uh perform a seance and summon phil phil the demon yeah hey we know an asshole named phil everybody knows an asshole named phil yeah. <laughs> um, for some reason i've written down semen of john stamos at this too. point i wrote they summon <laughs> phil john stamos semen <laughs> this oh. is gonna be a movie if you want to to go back and watch because a lot of this shit is so rapid fire and it's such a short movie that it's hard to catch all of it. And I will say, if you were a, some sort of teenager in the early 2000s, the turn of the century there, go back and watch this because it'll be a nostalgia trip of all yeah. the posters 100%. that are in the background. I have written down, Julian is wearing a Hardy Boys t-shirt. Fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. Yep. I know I had mentioned later on there's a scene where there's a booty call poster from yeah. the movie Booty Call. There is a Harry Potter, there's a Hogwarts poster in there. Yes. That makes me realize how fucking long Harry Potter's been. <laughs> so It's been a while. Yeah. Anyways, they summon Phil. He appears. Um, oh my god, I have written down they during the seance they do a complete 180 cut. Which I don't know if that jarred you or not, but mm. it's a it's a major film school no-no. If yeah. you're filming yep. two people on one side, you can't flip to the other side. It's, yeah, it's the 180. It's jarring. Yeah, it's the rule. There's a line that you don't cross yeah. when it comes to vision. And yeah, yeah, that threw me for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Phil appears, but J- Julie is asleep and he kind of talks to her. And then uh, we awake, or she awakens to chris walk knocking on their door doesn't realize it's them yep because uh, they're hot now yeah i can't remember which vulgar thing he says yeah, but something vulgar we can't give away everything yeah movie, but, but he uh, says whatever you're doing you better keep on doing it yeah she slams the door in him 
She turns around and goes to see Liz, and that's when they realize they're fucking hot now. Yeah, suddenly they're fucking hot. They don't remember at all what happened, though, but then they realize they can go to the party. Yeah, and have all the guys shellack themselves against them, and (laughs) they can, you know, be further plunged into slutdom, and then they both look at the camera and go, oh, (laughs) (laughs) no reason. Breaking Um, that fourth wall. Yep. We cut over to Julian and Phil. Yep. Julian didn't get his wish, though. Which, which was you have a similar <laughs> wish don't you no not at or, all you don't no i i remember you talking about this nope. back in the day okay okay nope. we'll keep it on the hush hush then all right I so what did julian want wish. what did julian, julian want? wanted to have both sex organs <laughs> he wanted to be a hermaphrodite um and phil wants to fuck julian liz because apparently he that's all he wants is, is well yeah he wants sex. to get some you know admire his art slash ass and yeah get some on the way yeah and then julian uh, says he will never be able to frontal his stink folds with his cr- scrotal bundle ever and proceeds to get his heart fucking ripped out yes. <laughs> i knew there was something funny there i forgot to write it down yes i didn't even write it down i just remember it, <laughs> it it's ingrained in my fucking head oh my god so anyways we cut back to the the school chutney is talking about jerking you don't know jedi sorry <laughs> that's what julian says when he dies there's like a million pop reference or oh, pop yeah. culture references chutney's talking about feverishly masturbating and this is turning vivian on oh but hold on the last scene julian dies and as he's dying he says you're no jedi and then fucking phil the demon says see you at the party richter which I don't know. Have you ever seen the original Total Recall? Nope. There are a million references to this and that. Okay. I'll bring up another one later. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Chutney, jerking it, turning chick on. Talking about his jizz and how he uses the okay. flagellation method to, in a counterclockwise turn to build up pressure. Yeah. And then we meet the best character in this whole fucking movie. <laughs> Teen ape. Teen ape. <laughs> literally Holy shit. a half teen, half ape. He is a guy in an ape mask. <laughs> but what's he trying to be? What what character is he trying to this be? Is probably I know I have a picture. I'm gonna have to find it at my mom's. This would be the like damning evidence if I ever ran for president that would get me canceled. I dressed up as a monkey for Halloween one day, dude, and I had a mask that looked like that. Are you serious? You should have kept it. I don't know what happened to it. Was it was way cheaper than this mask? And that's saying something because this is a pretty cheap fucking mask. But that totally reminded of me of my Halloween costume. Oh, it was straight up those old plastic fucking. The mouth doesn't eye... open. No, the mouth doesn't open. There's <laughs> eye slits. It's fucking beautiful. And I'll mention more later, but he has his own spin-off movies too. Like he's a oh yeah, a big character in this universe. Yeah, so. and Bone Jack. Who we'll get to later. Yeah, yep. But all and, I know is that uh if Jesus had a second son, he won't be half as cool as Teen Ape. Yes, yes. So <laughs> once Teen Ape's uh, Teen Ape arrives, Liz and Julie arrive at the school too, and fuck, they're pretty fucking hot now. Oh yeah. yeah. I God. This, I mean, 
this is Debbie Rashawn looking her best. Yeah. I, I've, I got to meet Debbie Rashawn back in 2005. And I will tell you right now, one of the most amazing minute and a half of my life is when her tits were pressed against me. <laughs> and I got to get a picture of us together. And I'm going to send you a picture right now. Okay. I've been waiting. And I want to you to that. take a look at that. I've seen it before, but it's been a while. Don't be too harsh. But during that, I had her sign Mulva Zombie Ass Kicker and Filthy McNasty. I had her sign all these DVDs for me. Nice. I could have taken her away from all that acting. Yeah, all that acting. Gave her a life, a simple life. All right, let's see. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) That, I mean, yeah, she looks good. I don't know what's going on with your hair there. I don't know what's going on with your face now. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This was back in my heyday when I had, you know, I wore blazers and a headband. I will tell you this. You're a good looking man, dude. Oh, I know. You're not ugly. (laughs) I just, you look like you belong in like a Buck Cherry cover band. I should find the other picture of fucking that's me a, when that's a good fucking pick though, man. That's dope. <laughs> and we'll okay. talk more uh, at the end here about Debbie Rashawn and her extensive acting career. But oh yeah, um, yeah. Back to this. They arrive at the school. They look hot. Everybody's kind of blown away. And we cut over to Max's apartment where Max, Mooney, and Chutney. Mooney is eating a delicious laughing bowl. around the table. Yeah, they're laughing while Mooney's eating a delicious bowl of Mario Van Pebbles cereal. Mario Van Pebbles. <laughs> this scene, like, I know this whole movie really doesn't make much sense, but this scene just out of place, but was so goddamn funny. <laughs> they took the time to construct a box of cereal. I mean, not much of time. It's no, a very it's shoddily very constructed. It's very crude of you, you know, just cutting and pasting something to a cereal box, but it, god damn, it was fucking funny. Are you in bubbles? I just sent you another picture from that same weekend. Okay. It's just, I saw a cowboy hat, Gavin. Are you in a fucking cowboy hat? <laughs> god damn. Oh, no. It's a fucking... It's a fucking crocodile Dundee hat. Okay, that's I still have that. Fucking even better. That's uh, Tiny from fucking... House, right? No, no, no. Uh, no, he uh, that guy had gigantic. So, this is uh, Michael Berryman, he's still alive. He, Hills have eyes, yeah. He was in House or Devil's Rejects, right? He was in Devil's Rejects, that's but he right, played, yeah. he was the he chicken farmer, tiny. yeah, yeah, that's right. No, no, remember that he's he got uh, accused of uh, fucking chickens, remember? Yeah, 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 I remember. I remember the scene, I couldn't think of what his name, character's name was. That's a fucking sick picture, too, man. Yep, me and my cowboy hat. It's called a gambler, by the way. Gambler. <laughs> That's the name it's of that hat. Fucking, yeah. God, I know there's... yeah. That's a John Marston Red Dead Redemption hat. That's what it is. <laughs> I still have that hat. <laughs> nice. All right, anyways. So anyways, during this breakfast scene, Mooney, who's eating his Mario Van Pebbles, decides he has to take a shit. Uh, as he... Max and Chutney are talking about Julie and Liz, and Max just is kind of has that like. Wait, you mean the geekly twatsters? Yeah, 
He has that blah, 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 what <laughs> kind of moment. Mooney goes to take a shit. And this is probably one of the most. That's when the poster of Booty Call was in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. This is probably one of the most fucked up scenes I've ever witnessed in movie history. And extremely jarring. You don't expect this to happen. You don't. And you don't expect to see what you see. You but don't. you see it. Yeah. And it's in your head forever. Yes. And listeners, be warned what we're about to describe here. <laughs> I think we've said worse at some other time. I Maybe don't know. <laughs> Maybe. This is pretty out there, though. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we'll they did use real semen in Ichi. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mooney jerks off with his shit. Yeah, he goes to flush and has a second thought, and he's like, hmm, hmm. maybe I could jerk off with my shit. So he does. And it's not implied. It's, you crudely see what's probably chocolate pudding and... On a big a, fake dick. <laughs> Just straight up. It's everywhere. A solid dude. 30 seconds of jerking off with Chutney. a fake dick and some chocolate pudding. Chutney catches him too, and is kind of yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And he basically, he's like, "Let me finish, man." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What?" And then Chutney like slowly backs out, and Mooney's like, "Fucking loser!" Oh, as if the guy not jerking off with shit is the loser. <laughs> yes, and yeah, I'm speechless. I don't know what what more to say about that. It's yeah, it's it's wacky. So yeah, we cut over to Liz and Julie. They're talking about uh, possibly losing their V card tonight. Oh yeah, and this is when Julie kind of gets like a, a vision sort of thing from Phil. She yeah, she like... gets into a dream state where she gets transported into a what do they call it? A citrus mountain. You're floating through, <laughs> <laughs> and it's clearly them sitting on two chairs back to back. <laughs> in a room but he's like we're floating through a citrus mountain <laughs> and uh, he's telling her that yeah i'm gonna kill everyone at the party tonight yep and julie's like not if i have anything to do about it you can try we didn't even mention yeah. like phil is he's a demon this is he's a pretty, pretty good makeup, he's a honestly. sex demon pretty good makeup on him too For i remember it. seeing this at a spirit halloween for this his exact low, costume. Yeah, for as low budget as it is, like pretty good makeup for him. So yeah, um, I'll give him that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's bad, but it's not horrible. It's at least. His I mean, mouth you can definitely moves. see the seams at some points. His mouth you is know? able to move at least, unlike teenage. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain uh, Julian is Phil. Okay, that can make sense. Yeah, I'm just going through the same actor. They have the same mannerisms, so yeah. Um, well, it's party time now. Julie and Liz arrive. Max, uh, instantly, well, he just wants to fuck anything that's there, pretty much. Um, we oh, get yeah. a little, we get a little dance scene with Teen Ape. He kind of busts a move, and this is the best. This is the fucking best. Okay, he dances. He skanks, which is ska dancing. Yeah, I was gonna to, say more for, ska music. You know, yeah, Lammerstern. But I had a friend, and I'll just say his first name. I won't say his last name. His name was Alex. He was still a great guy. Fucking love him to death. But we used to go to shows together all the time. And we would go to, you know, punk shows, and we'd go to metal shows, and we'd go to, you know, whatever was playing down at, you know, the Orpheum or whatever. 
and fucking he danced this exact same way <laughs> regardless of what type of music was playing he danced the exact same fucking <laughs> sky moving arms back and forth like it, no matter up, what up, we up, went to up, jazz shows <laughs> we would be at jazz shows down on fucking king street and you'd be fucking sky dancing it was amazing and it just reminded me of that and fucking I, I love that that brought back some real good nostalgia he's doing the dice thing too much it's really all he's got <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah uh chutney and vivian sneak away to go have sex max uh flirts yep, with she him. says she wants him to turn her brown eye blue or yeah. red yeah. <laughs> that one had me dying and then, laughing and then chutney says have mercy have, and then there's a picture of john stamos <laughs> that picture is littered throughout this movie yes. everywhere you'll see a picture of john stamos in the background oh my god it's beautiful um max is flirting with julie um just about to you know kind of seal the deal with her and then gets instantly seduced by this blonde bimbo looking chick mystery woman yep just some random chick um we cut back over to chutney getting a bj from vivian i can't remember if it was a mystery chick or if it was vivian but they said they wanted to be uh shellacked with or shellacked with semen and then mimed like bernie lomax from the weekend at bernie's movie it was yeah it was uh it was the mystery chick it's the same actress okay. but yeah it was okay. the mystery chick yeah yep yeah. um chutney's getting a bj from vivian and he busts busts on her face with like the most crudest looking fake semen ever yeah it's whipped cream yeah it's, all <laughs> it's straight up whipped cream <laughs> um and she's all disappointed because he said he had like 10 inches of taint but he only had like five <laughs> Uh, i never knew taint was something you wanted a lot of i know right it's so i weird. need a good section between my butthole and my balls <laughs> otherwise the women won't dig it so vivian runs off because she's so disgusted and then uh phil comes in and says hi to chutney and then phil kills him yeah. i love it how Ch chutney is one of the best characters in this movie yes in the beginning when you're like this extended laughing scene where all the cool kids are laughing at him and he just sees chutney like stick up the middle finger and he's just laughing the whole fucking time yeah after he after the scene with uh him busting in uh vivian he's combing his hair and walking he's like yeah just got my dick sucked yeah, <laughs> yeah. singing a little song about it it's like this is the every man of this movie yeah we cut away from I get his, him. <laughs> we cut away from his death to Teen Ape hitting on Liz and Julie. Uh Julie's starting to feel weird. She kinda goes away and then Teen Ape reads Liz a poem about how he feels she, about her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you did you write down any lines from this? I just wrote down his ten gallons of monk spunk. <laughs> <sighs> the very, 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 very aggressively abusive. Oh yeah, it's a gangster but rap. He's basically. like, yeah, it's like I'm gonna start fucking you, and then I'm gonna punch you in the face until you black out, and then when you're on the brink of death, I'm gonna bring you back, and then punch you in the stomach and fill you with five gallons of my spunk. Mom. And this whole spunk. time, Liz is just like, oh, just all getting all hot and bothered over it. Yeah, she's <laughs> so. fucking dripping over there. 
Max uh, is banging this mystery woman. He finishes, goes to shower. <laughs> it's funny as he showers, he's like, just had sex, cleaning up so I can go have sex again. Yeah. More sex. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Phil meets him and stabs the shit out of him. Dies in the shower. Yep. Love it how he references the strobe light <laughs> as he's being stabbed. Oh, I could not. Is that the strobe light scene? Yeah, because he's getting oh. stabbed in the shower and he's like, strobe light blocking me from seeing who's coming at me. <laughs> I can't watch it. I have sensitivity like flashing lights like that. It, oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I had like, I've almost messaged you. I'm like, dude, I can't do strobe lights. <laughs> so not like in an epileptic way, just like just blind, annoying blinds me and headaches. Yeah. yeah so nah, I get that. Um, Phil then goes and gets blowjob from this mystery chick. Which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Because as he's, you know, getting his dick sucked, he's like, well, I'm done with this. Feel the feel <laughs> and then you hear, it's TNT. And then he jams his dick through her eye out the back of her fucking head. <laughs> oh, and then we get to see a bloody fake dick now. Oh, instead of a poop dick. covered one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Phil then goes visits Vivian. Oh, wow. after that, he says, uh, consider that a divorce, which is also <laughs> from Total Recall. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil goes and vi- visits Vivian. Teen Ape is seen, uh, Liz is seen running away from Teen Ape, and he's like, wait, I just wanted to give you a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> just want to give you a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Phil meets Teen Ape and uh, kind of discuss a threesome with Vivian. Yeah. Come on, describe. Oh, that's that comes up in a minute. Never mind. Yeah, it comes up in a minute. We kind of get some back and forth scenes. Liz and Julie are in the bathroom. They're talking about uh, they start to feel weird. They don't know if they like how everything's turning out. And then they notice they're starting to put everything together. Yeah, and that's when they find Chutney. Well, sort of. Well, yes, they will. But we do get to go back and see the beginnings of the threesome between Phil, Teenape, and Vivian, and we get boobs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, titties, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, then we cut back to Liz and Julie. They f- don't like what's happening. And then they find Chutney. Yep. Um, and then we cut back to see the threesome in full action. Did you, did you aren't you going to explain how they seduced her? They sang. They sang a song, right? Are you, you know what song that was. Right? You've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm trying to remember it. What fucking song was that? Yeah, me and Tina come outside the side hatch. With them oils and perfume and incense. You, oh my, Tenacious D. Double team? Okay. Didn't recognize it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I have like. You'll have to listen to. I like Tenacious D, but like uh, there's a few of their songs that are just so ingrained in my head. Like anything else by them just is not recognized. Well, they put on a cool 70s groove to fuck to. (laughs) So. They get going. Teenage leaves, though. He just doesn't into it at some point, right? Well, yeah, he says he draws the eye, line at eye fucking. Oh, yeah. Because her holes were all battle-worn. That's <laughs> what, he, what he said. Um, so Teenage leaves, and Phil proceeds to kill Vivian. This Same way. Same way. Stabs her in the eye with his dick. <laughs> I love how you say that so nonchalantly. <laughs> you know, same way. Just stabs her in the eye with the dick. <laughs> At this point in the movie, like nothing's really gonna shock you. Yeah, true. 
Um, Teen Ape finds Liz and Julie. Uh, Phil appears. Julie at this point says, I want everything to return to normal. And she has her secret weapon. It's Phil's basically, you can't stop me. And this, no, this, is where... this, this is where the movie gets in a very, very touchy territory. We meet Bone Jack. And I don't yes. even, I'll let you describe him because I don't, I, I don't want to. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm committing a hate crime if I do describe I him. I don't know what he was supposed to be. He had like, pokey, he was, um, okay, he is, hair. yep. He's got Don King hair. Yeah. And he is a mix of Bill Cosby and Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. With and Buck, it's Buck Chris Seaver. Yeah, it's Chris Seaver, the writer director of the film. Yep. It's one of his characters, but he's definitely wearing blackface. Yeah. A very yeah. light light brown face, we'll say that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's blackface. Yeah. You can't not say it's No. no. <sighs> And uh, he's basically the slayer of all things supernatural. Yeah. The one thing that can stop Phil, basically. And With the jello pudding pops. With the jello pudding <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to fight. So, yeah, I'll let you guys win. And he returns things to normal. Teenage yeah. and Bone Jack start to make out. Yep. And we get credit. Everybody laughs. <laughs> And someone says, oh, it's that is nah, or filthy McNasty. And then everybody turns and, and points, points at the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's credits. And that's a movie. Yeah. That was a quick, fun little movie. Very quick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to let you take point on this, obviously. All right. My movie, you go. All right. Do it to it, buddy. This, this is pure fun. I mean... Yeah. It's there's going to be people that are going to be appalled by this, and I, I'll read one of those here in a minute. It's very low budget, it's gross, it's raunchy, but it's fucking fun. Like, if you grew up in the, the jackass era, like I did, like anything and everything's funny, no matter how gross and stupid it is. And that's, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It's you don't have to think, just sit back relax laugh be grossed out whatever you know yeah. perfect perfect movie to fucking smoke a joint to too oh yeah Christ. You know? so i can't wait to watch the other ones it's just it <laughs> is it good god no this no. is not a good movie but it's so much fucking fun I, I could watch this anytime and it's short it's quick it's to the point whatever it's an episode of you know any show nowadays yeah I mean, 46 minutes, 47 minutes, pretty much That's straight up like, a, you know, yeah. any hour long episode. Yeah. Um, I'm giving this nine out of 10 poop dicks. So damn nine <laughs> I, out of 10. I enjoyed poop the dicks. shit out of it. I enjoyed yeah. the shit out of it. I you enjoyed the shit out of uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, too. I did. It's, uh, it's I'm glad that, I'm bringing you to this side. It's that low budge. Just fun. It's yeah. This is the low budget raunchier version of what the Fast and Furious movies are. They don't make oh, any fucking sense, but they're so fucking awesome. Just like this movie. It's the B-movie wow. version of that. <laughs> wow. It's funny. It's funny because uh, I have a friend who, you know, you know him. I work with him. His name is Brian. Mm -hmm. yeah, Brian. And we've watched so many movies. And we, we're constantly, you know, we're 
even back in the day we were giving each other movies to watch and you know you should watch this we would watch that and we'd do that and he refuses to watch this movie why no matter how many times i told him i fucking i i walk up to him randomly i'm just like so tells him i loved it and i fucking do that shit randomly and he hasn't he sat down and started watching this movie and he didn't even make it to the masturbating with shit scene before he refused to watch any more of it oh my god and it's so disappointing and i'm going to get him to watch it i've been talking nothing every time i see him at work i keep telling him about it but like there are people that will not want to watch this movie it's this is not for everyone like you have to be a very just i don't give a fuck about things kind of person yeah so like you know there's I worry about you know about family members knowing <laughs> that I watch movies like this because they're gonna have a whole different view of me. But whatever, it's a fun fucking movie. Oh, your grandma decided to listen to that episode, the newest one, dude. <laughs> about <laughs> my grandma, and she's yeah. not really religious, but my mom's side of my family, my grandma is very kind of prudish. I never yeah. really saw her talk about anything, you know, not by the book. Yeah. And one of the most awkward experiences of my life, my mom was in the hospital and my dad worked over worked overnights. So she had to come stay with me for a couple of days. And my dad rented me a bunch of movies to watch. And I picked one to watch with her one night. And it was There's Something About Mary. Oh, God. <laughs> I had never seen this movie before. I just heard it was really funny. So I'm like, we should watch this, Grandma. It's really funny. I have never seen her so stone-faced in her life watching that movie. As I'm laughing, I look over, and my grandma's just... Did you really think that was funny, (laughs) honey, when she put the jizz in her hair? I don't know what she thought of that movie, and I don't ever want to know. But that was one of the most (laughs) awkward experiences of my whole life. I could only imagine what she'd think of this movie. Just imagine what she told your parents after watching that with you. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a scene where a man gets his genitals stuck in a zipper, and young Aaron was just cracking up. I swear the devil's in him. <laughs> Anyways, what do you got to say about this one, man? All right. Um, I brought this one to the table. It's I I don't think it's a good movie. No, it's not. <laughs> I, yeah, it's very low budget, very, oh God. I mean, I want to give it credit for art and for passion, but I don't know how much, it doesn't feel like too much was put into it, you know? It's one of those where, you know, they did a thing and they made you laugh, which is good. I mean, that's good. And sometimes the music's fucking on point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of inside jokes yeah. and that it, for a lot of viewers, that can be really hard to get past. You know, if you don't know who the fuck Chris walk is, it's some Jack hole. They probably went to high school with, Yeah, you know, <laughs> you'll never meet him. You'll never be famous, but now, you know, he jerks off and chokes himself. Yeah, Like I said, but this is a bad movie, Yeah, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. So originally I landed on a four, but I'm gonna bump it up to a five. Oh, so I'm I'm saying, hey, you know, it's worth a watch, mm-hmm. but you're you might just fucking hate me for suggesting it, you know? Sure, sure. It's one of those. It's it's not it's not the worst movie. I yeah I 
I have to put an asterisk next to that because I can't <laughs> actually think of a worse one right now that I can name. Oh, it's bad, but it's it's one of those. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah, for me at least, yeah, you know? it kind of falls in that range for me too. Mm-hmm. But it's one I will suggest people watch. But I, like I said, I'm going to lose friends doing this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I I worry about you know if I get serious with a, a girl and I say, hey, we should watch this movie. <laughs> we should throw on filthy or put on part two, Apocalypse Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a I'm going to have to be really in her relationship before I introduce her to this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's browsing through my collection. What's Filthy McNasty? <laughs> Let's, Sit uh... down, honey. We're going to have a <laughs> Have you seen night. Field of Dreams? <laughs> Field of Dreams is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, let's see what the critics say. IMDb gives it a 3.3 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have a score. It has no tomato meter, zero reviews, and fewer than 50 ratings for the audience goes. Wow. What's the audience score, though? None. It doesn't have a rating. It doesn't register. Wow. It doesn't register, yeah. So go off of what we say. (laughs) We're your critics on this. Yes. (laughs) Um, it has one bit of trivia that I'll we'll talk about here. The film's title is taken from jazz great Horace Silver's composition of the same name. Oh, yeah. If you look up Filthy McNasty, the first thing that pops up is that song. Yeah. This, <laughs> uh, if you don't believe me, it was introduced on his classic Blue Note album released in August of 1961. Doing the thing, the Horace Silver Quintet at the Village Gate. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> since it has only one bit of trivia, I do want to just highlight on the cast, namely Debbie Rashan, the only that one sweet, sweet woman, the only one out I of the cast that really went on to do anything. Um, she has 268 acting credits to her name. Let me you could have stayed with me in Wisconsin, honey. Let me you could have stayed. Let me just highlight Sorry. some of the films that she's been in. Um, let's see. What's a good one here? I spill your guts. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Cowboys, Slime City Massacre, Bikini nice. Bloodbath, and Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Oh fuck yeah! Teen Ape versus the Monster Nazi Apocalypse. <laughs> I mentioned Teen Ape has his whole spinoff as well. Chainsaw Cheerleaders. Um, yeah, she has done so much. She is a worker. Yes, and she is still going. Her most recent credit um, is Bloody Hooker Massacre. <laughs> she has. I wonder how many of them have massacre in the title. She is currently filming four movies. One is Holy in pre- shit. One more in pre-production. Two more that are announced. And one more that has been completed and it's not released yet. So props to her. She loves Fuck her yeah. craft. You know. As far as everybody else in this movie, this is pretty much the only thing they've done, with the exception of Chutney. He's done a bunch of other stuff too, but nothing to the level of Debbie Rashan. So Yeah. Bravo to you. She wasn't in uh, the item, was she? No, no. No? Okay. No. There's the item. Back. I don't think anybody that was in the item was in anything else. <laughs> That's a fucking callback, though, to our first episode. 
Yeah, episode one. <laughs> episode one. <laughs> I had to get that movie out there. That that was partially why I wanted to do this podcast. Yes. And People need to know about the item. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, hey, I, it was a decent movie. I think I enjoyed it. It is. It's so, a good flick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy us talking about movies, want to pitch us a movie, got anything to say to us, go check us out on the socials. Um, primarily Instagram, we're uh, mfab underscore podcast there. You can find us on Facebook, Movies from A to B. Not too active there. Go check us out on Podbean, our new host site. Yeah, we are on Podbean us. now. Yeah, you can find us there. Which means, Gavin, where else can they listen to us? Well, if you're on Podbean or any other podcast format, I guess. Um, is that what they're called? Formats? Yeah. Host. Yeah. Anyways, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We're on just about anywhere you can find podcasts. We're we are everywhere. now. We are all. <laughs> So please, while you're checking us out, please, you know, drop that five-star review. It is monstrously helpful in getting us pushed up the charts and getting us seen by more people so we can make more stuff and make you happy while making ourselves happy. Yeah. We and, love you. Yeah. Be on the lookout, too, for more episodes of uh, my, my, I don't want to call it my solo, but my little side project I want to do, the Pick 10 podcast. It's out there, too. Um, yeah. I got to get back into releasing some more episodes on that. but I'm waiting to see episode two still. Yeah, I know. I've been kind of <laughs> lazy. So like I said, yeah. it's a side project. It's not. This is this is numero uno, this show right here. Yeah. So Yeah. But yeah. Um, I do have a couple good episodes in the, in the library on that to come out as well. But I think it's about time we wrap up this awesome episode. Any final thoughts like on uh, Filthy McNasty? Um... Yeah, I want to say something quippy, but you know, I get. I will say, uh, filthy McNasty was filthy and nasty. Huh? Must be weird not having anybody come on you. <laughs> That's a line that sounds like it should be in this movie more than it should. Sugar. <laughs> I know. Sorry, that was a throwback audience to our last episode. Showgirls, go go listen. Oh, You'll love it. Yeah. Oh, That's, well, anyway, I'm gonna make that my fucking sign off. <laughs> Gonna get a T-shirt that says it. Yes. Our, first, hat. our first merch <laughs> movies huh. are made to be on the front, on across the back. Must be weird not having anybody come on your face. On you. <laughs> <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first. Patent pending. Nobody steal that idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh Christ! All right. Well, I'm hungry. I haven't had dinner yet, so I think we're gonna yeah. wrap it up. Thanks once again for listening. We hope to you join us again next time. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. We'll see you later. Bye. Next time on the MFAB Podcast, we really tie the room together. So until then, that's a wrap. Good. <laughs>